Alright, I'm going to try this again. Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to Sully Baseball Daily, the podcast we talk about baseball 365 days a year, unless it's a leap year, then we're going to do another one. I've been doing this, or at least trying to do this, every single day since October 24th, 2012. And it is now February 13th, 2017, and I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. I'm recording this from the mobile Sully Baseball Studio, also known as my car, driving down the streets of Palo Alto, California, the birthplace of Oakland A's manager, Bob Melvin, and just a line drive from Sunken Diamond, the baseball home of the Stanford Cardinal. Hey, um, I have attempted to record this podcast a few times, and there's something funky going on with the recorder that I use when I'm not, you know, sitting down with my laptop, which I really haven't had the time to do yet today. Now, normally, I, I try not to go a big, you know, a lot of pulling back the curtains, but this is starting to annoy me because, you know, I do one of these a day, and I don't want to have the streak ended because something funky is going on with my recorder that's not allowing me to freaking record. Anyway, um, so I'm going to try this again, and this may be a shorter podcast, but the streak will stay alive. Um, what I was talking about, I, I recorded a whole podcast and it's gone. You understand what I'm saying? It's gone. It's in the ether. It's, it's dust. And, I, you know, it was a pretty good one that I recorded. And I don't know what happened to it. But it's uh, not making your pal Sully very happy that, that a whole podcast I recorded is now gone. But, you know, this one exists because if you're hearing this, then you know I actually recorded one. Um, what I was, I mean, do you want, I'm going to give an abbreviated version of what I was talking about because the Houston Astros are the team I'm talking about. Uh, we've gone through their agony. They have an incredible amount of agony in Houston. They're the most, I think in many ways, the most underappreciated agony of any baseball fan base belongs to the good folks of Houston who, you know, they've had a lot of, they've had a, to deal with a lot. And they've had a lot of loss. They've had a lot of games that have slipped away. They've had a lot of do-or-die games that they've lost. As recently, I was going from 1980, that that amazing NLCS where they were constantly one swing away from going to the World Series, to 2015 when that one inning derailed their entire division series against the Kansas City Royals. And there you go. There's no need to rehash all that. But one thing I am going to rehash is the fact in 2014, in June of 2014, Sports Illustrated very famously had a cover that predicted that the Astros would win the 2017 World Series. Now, that was somewhat of a provocative cover. It featured George Springer wearing those beautiful Tequila Sunrise uniforms. And... Basically, the the Astros were coming off of 2012 and 2013, losing 100 some odd games each of those years, and they were having a mediocre 2014. But what they were saying was the team was about to explode with this incredible wealth spring of young talent: the Altuve's, the Correa's, the Bregman's, the you know, all these players, the George Springer. All these players were going to 
you know, make their way into the into the team and turn them into a big time contender and world champion by the time 2017 comes around. Well, it's 2017 now, and it might be time to take stock at things because the Astros made the playoffs, and as I said before, they won the wild card game and they nearly made it to the American League Championship Series in 2015. Last year they fell short, but they still had a winning record. They showed that the good, solid year that they had in 2015 was not a fluke. They were only four games off the pace and pretty consistent. Well, the Astros realized it's time to go for it. It is time to go for it in 2017. It's time to make a big-time effort and finally win the first World Series in Houston Astros history. And with that in mind, it's time to fill in the holes where it's needed. Now, they've made some moves, bringing in Beltran, bringing in Reddick, bringing in Brian McCann. They've been able to fill in some gaps and really try to go for it and to say, you know, when I did the suffering index, just going by the franchise and not the whole city of Washington's history, but just using just by the, uh, uh, the, the individual franchises, the Astros are the second highest suffering index of any team in baseball. Now, there's a lot to be said. Uh, you know, the, the Nationals are clearly going for it big time. The Dodgers are going to be going for it. The, uh, the Indians are pushing all their chips to the center of the table, and they're going for it because they realize that, like with Kansas City a few years ago, they have a window of opportunity that is not that gigantic. And so they've gone through, and they, you know the, the Indians have as good a shot as anybody to win the American League. Well, when you look at the AL West, the Rangers have won the, the AL West the last few years, but there's some holes on that team. Uh, the Angels are anyone's guess. The Mariners are anyone's guess. Either one of those teams could win 95 games in the division, or they could lose 90 games and be uh, an also-ran. Uh, and the A's look like they're in mid-rebuild. So a team like the Astros could really be a team that has a chance to take advantage of a division where there are some big-time question marks and build upon their 84-win season and... I, I think 90 wins will win the West. I mean, I could look, watch watch the Angels go win 104 games. I don't know. But I think 90-some-odd games will win the West. And the Astros have a really good infield. They have a strong outfield, especially if Springer is healthy and hitting, and they get good production out of Redick. They have... Really, I mean, they have a superstar infield if Correa and Altuve are hitting the way they can. I'm not the biggest Brian McCann fan in the world, but he is certainly an upgrade at catcher. And Beltran, who is a wonderful player, they're just asking him to DH at this point. Just be a bat. And the one place that there was a big drop-off was the starting rotation. Now, in that one way you know there was a big drop-off was Dallas Keuchel won the Cy Young Award in 2015. And last year, he was the definition of a mediocre pitcher. So anytime you have your ace fall from Cy Young to mediocrity, well, you know, that's a bad sign. That's a really bad sign. Now, 
can he bounce back? Can Colin Cube bounce back? Can Lance McCullers bounce back? Fires, can they have a team that bounces back and those pitchers pitch well? Possibly. But if you're going to go for it, then the Astros have really got to go for it. If you're going to make a big-time effort to win the American League West, then damn it, you got to roll up your sleeves and do something a little daring. And here is where the, well, the connection, the chain reaction of life has come about and helped the Houston Astros put them in a position to do something quite specific that could be the very thing that helps put them over the top. The St. Louis Cardinals are guilty of hacking the front office of the Houston Astros. Remember that story? It was a weird story. It was like espionage about scouting reports. Cardinals did that. They were found guilty of doing that. They were fined and they had to surrender draft picks and things like that to the Houston Astros. Well, if the Astros know they're getting a couple of additional draft picks, then maybe, just maybe, they should take a good long look at their farm system and realize that they'll be able to replenish at least two of the names with picks that will belong to the Cardinals. And with good scouting, you can get a good player and replace a player that you trade away with another player into their farm system. And a chance to replenish their farm could put them in a position to trade for the pitcher that they need. They need a starting pitcher. They need a starting pitcher with ace pedigree. They need a starting pitcher with ace pedigree who is in a situation where the right move, especially a package of young players, can be used to entice the other team to relinquishing them. And that team's the Arizona Diamondbacks. And that pitcher is Zach Grinke. Zach Grinke has to be an Astro. The Astros have to pull the trigger on a trade for Zach Grinke. And if it means coming up to the to the uh, uh, Arizona Diamondbacks and saying, here, here's our farm system. Pick three. Any three. And they're yours. You know, the Red Sox wound up trading some of the best young talent in, in baseball, including Moncada, to the White Sox because that's what it costs to get sale. You know, you're seeing more and more some top prospects are changing hands and, and moving places. And it might be really, really risky long term for the Astros to give that up. But do you know what? They've been hoarding young players. That's how they got to this point. That's how they went from 100 some odd losses to being a playoff contender in a relatively quick amount of time is because they flushed their farm system with young talent. And that young talent has come to fruition on the major league level. Well, now they have to take that young talent and be able to say, can we have this be the key for what could be the final building block of the championship that the people of Houston have been waiting their whole lives for? Zach Grinke, 
Former Cy Young Award winner. Probably could have won two Cy Young Awards. I would have given it to him over Arietta in 2015. But what the hell do I know? Grinky, wonderful pitcher. Pitched well for Arizona after so after a rough start. Was outstanding as a member of the Dodgers. The Angels should never have given up on him. They should never have let him walk so they can sign Josh Hamilton. Had success with Milwaukee. Obviously won a Cy Young Award with Kansas City. Straightforward, blunt dude. I like him. He's one of my favorite pitchers and favorite players in baseball. And will play anywhere. He's got the money. He's wealthy. His kids are wealthy. His grandkids will be wealthy. He's doing all right. The Houston Astros should come up to the Arizona Diamondbacks and say, here's our farm system. Take three players. We'll take Zach Greinke and his contract off your hands. The Diamondbacks are not going to be playing this October. They are not better than Los Angeles. They are not better than San Francisco. They are not better than St. Louis. They are not better than Chicago. They are not better than Pittsburgh. They are not better than the Mets. They are not better than the Nationals. And if they are not better than all those teams, then they will not make the playoffs. There are some good players on that team, especially if A.J. Pollock is healthy. He's an MVP caliber player. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt's an outstanding player, obviously. They've got some talent on that team, but they're not ready to contend yet. They went too soon. They pulled what happened to San Diego a few years ago, and they pulled the trigger a year or two too soon. And by the time they're ready to contend, chances are Zach Grinke will no longer be in his prime or no longer be the ace caliber pitcher that he was with Los Angeles. And he's owed a lot of money. So maybe, just maybe, the Houston Astros can pull this off and say, hey, look it, we'll take his contract off your hand, you take these three young players, and we've got Zach Greinke. You've got three young players to help build around, and you've got a little bit of salary relief while we're at it. These are the things the Astros need to say to the Arizona Diamondbacks to make them say this is the deal to make. Oh, but we can't have our... We need to sell tickets of star power. You're not selling tickets. Hell, the Diamondbacks had trouble filling up the stands in the National League Championship Series in 2007. So people aren't all of a sudden going to come out of the woodwork and say, oh, I can't wait to watch my D-backs and Zach Grinke go 80 and 82 which is where I think they'll probably do this year with Zach Greinke. They need to build the team back up. They need to replenish their farm system and maybe taking the three players off of the Houston roster will be part of the thing to do it. As for Houston, yeah, it'll be tough to part with three young prospects, but what if that's the difference between a pennant or no pennant, a title or no title? And you'll be able to put two of those players, you know, put two young players back in with the picks that were picked up from the St. Louis hacking. In the past, the Astros have gone out and got a big-time pitcher to plug in, whether it's Nolan Ryan, whether it's Randy Johnson, whether it's Clement and Pettit. 
they've done that in the past, and it still has resulted in zero World Series titles. In fact, zero World Series games won. But it's neither here nor there. The Astros have a real, a very real chance to be a pennant winner in 2017. Are they the front runner? No, but with Zach Grinke, I think they become the front runner in the American League West. Because you don't know what the domino effect of having a pitcher like Zach Grinke is on the team. I'm absolutely convinced having a David Price on the team took a little bit of the pressure and helped uh, Rick Porcello cash in his Cy Young award-winning season. I think that maybe the chain reaction of having an ace who's used to being an ace, who's an innings eater and everything like that, on a staff may help the bullpen, may help the other pitchers in the rotation, may help the lineup that they know that they don't have to score 15 or 20 runs to win a game. These are all things that may help, and if it costs them three young players to be able to pull the trigger on this, then do you know what? I, you got to do it. And the Diamondbacks have got to be able to say, we're better off trading them a year too early than a year too late. Because if you wait too late, I mean, talk to, you know, the Yankees if they ever try to trade CC Sabathia. Couldn't get anything from him. At one point, he was one of the elite pitchers in the game. They can get two or three of the Astros' best prospects and get that before he breaks down. The Astros can get him before he breaks down to pitch, hopefully, the season that Astro fans have been waiting their whole lives for. If you're going to go for it, you got to go for it. And this is not the same as the irresponsible going for it of Arizona in 2016 or of the San Diego Padres in 2015. That was not a team that was a big acquisition away from winning. That was a team that stunk. It stunk with a capital stunk. And suddenly... They got, you know, they they they're, they just got too aggressive, and they wound up, in the case of the Padres, trading away some good young prospects and signing some big, you know, free agent money. And in the case of uh, the Diamondbacks, spending, you know, going way way too much money on Zach Greinke, and then trading away their franchise shortstop prospect Swanson to pick up Shelby Miller in one of the most disastrous trades I've seen in years. But neither the Diamondbacks nor the Padres were on the verge of winning. That was just impulsive idiocy, which is a bad combination. But the Astros are on the verge, and they're on the verge of something wonderful, possibly a championship. And if giving up three young players to help secure that, knowing full well you can replace two of them through the draft... Man, that just seems like the thing to do. What also seems like the thing to do is to hit stop on this and hope, pray, eat, pray, love that this actually recorded. Because I'd hate for the podcasting streak to end because my recorder is acting up. So with that in mind, 
is I turn off the mobile Sully Baseball studio. Go to sullybaseball.com. Like me on Facebook, subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, Instagram. I'm everywhere. The music is by, hopefully, by Ted Thacker and Patrick Kuliski. Crossing our fingers that this podcast will actually go up today. This has been the Sully Baseball Daily Podcast for the 13th day of February 2017. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. Hey, if this worked and you can hear it, write hashtag eggplant.